everybody. This is Anthony from Texas Blues Alley, and you're listening to uh, episode number four of the Set List Podcast. You can find all the episodes of this podcast at texasbluesalley.com slash setlist. And uh, the Set List is the place at Texas Blues Alley where you can keep up to date with everything that happens. There's a lot of different sections to the site, and the Set List is kind of where anything that gets added just kind of bubbles up there, and you can keep a track keep track of all of it there. Uh, This week I'm going to talk about practice and uh, it's not going to be, you know, like a high school pep talk for practice or anything like that. Uh, Just some thoughts that have been going through my head probably for the past two decades as it relates to practice. And I think it might find you, wow, let me get another cup of coffee here. I think you might find it helpful if you're somebody who, like me, always kind of wondered if you were practicing right or if you were practicing enough. Um, so we're going to get into that in a minute. Uh, just a couple of updates. Uh, I put out a new full course kind of guide slash flow chart. Uh, that's, if you go to the full courses page in the Woodshed, so go to Woodshed slash full uh, and then click the show guide button at the top. I uh, I get a lot of emails asking about you know, where to start with all the courses, you know, because I got people of all different skill levels and different backgrounds coming to the site and uh, they're excited and they want to get started. But uh, since I got, you know, a fair number of courses, they're not sure where to start. So I did my best to kind of put my engineering hat back on and I made a little flow chart that kind of walks you through, you know, do you know music theory? How well do you understand the fretboard? You know, what's your skill level? All that kind of thing. And it just kind of points you to the right courses or the right collections based on your answers to those questions. So again, you can find that on uh, in the woodshed on the full courses page. Uh, then the other thing I'll mention is that uh, on Friday, I'm not sure when this comes out. Maybe this will come out Friday. But this Friday, July, what will that be? The 8th, I think. Uh, I've got a new mini course coming out called uh, The Wind Cries Mary Song Guide. And uh, I think this is going to be great for people who recognize that Jimmy's playing in that song might not be his most kind of spectacular, ferocious playing or anything like that, but it's got a definite, you know, certain feeling to it. And uh, as I found out as I was teaching the course, uh, it's especially hard to keep that feeling because of how fast it is. Like, if I just sit down and I try and play that song or play in the style of that song, my tempo always comes in noticeably below where the actual tempo of that song is. And I, what I found as I was teaching it is that you really kind of have to stay on top of things to maintain kind of like the feeling like you're not rushing too much. Uh, cause it's real easy to kind of get lazy and then have to kind of race to catch up. So, uh, if people want to learn more about that style of courting and embellishment and stuff like that, I think that mini course is going to be uh, pretty popular. Uh, that's all I can think of right now to kind of, in terms of content things to mention. Uh, so I'm just going to get right into the topic. So the topic of guitar practice, where do I start? Um, the first thing I want to address is how much practice is enough. Uh, and the reason I, I bring that up is because, you know, if you can picture me as a uh, freshman at Penn State University, kind of sitting in my dorm room instead of out, uh, instead of being out 
partying with everybody else. There were days where I probably played guitar maybe three hours. There might be a couple days in there where I played for four hours. Um, but I didn't have any 10-hour days. And I certainly didn't have any 12-hour days. And I didn't have any 15-hour days. Now, why do I bring that up? Well, because if you spend enough time reading guitar magazines or researching, typically it's like the child prodigy guitarists or guitarists that got good at a young age, you'll start to hear things about how they played guitar 10 hours a day or eight hours a day. And back then, I wasn't old enough to know that that's complete BS. There may be 10-hour days that people play guitar, but nobody plays guitar consistently for 10 hours a day. That doesn't leave you enough time to eat or to maintain the chores of a normal life, you know? Nobody has time to practice 10 or 12 hours a day. It's ridiculous. So I think that, frankly, saying those things is dishonest, and I think it puts, um, I think it puts unrealistic expectations into the minds of people who, A, will never have that much time to practice, and B, have no reason to practice that much. Uh, so that's the first thing to realize is that back then I just believed that. And I really struggled with the idea, you know, you know, at that, at that point when you're first starting, you know, and you're in your, for me, I was in my, uh, early twenties or 18, just crossing a threshold in my twenties. I didn't yet know what role that guitar was going to play in my life, but I could sense that I was getting pretty good at it. So naturally I thought, well, guitar is going to be my whole life. You know, like everybody's telling me, you know, that, oh, you're getting pretty good at this. You know, you'll probably be a professional musician. And so I'm trying to reconcile that idea that it seemed like this is where I was headed with the knowledge that I was at most practicing two hours a day. And I was never practicing eight, 10 or 12 hours a day, like supposedly some of these really famous guitarists did. And I kept asking the question, well, don't I love guitar that much? If I really loved playing guitar, I'd be practicing that many hours. The problem was is that I didn't have that many hours. I had classes that I had to do. And then eventually I got out of school and I had a job that I had to do. And it just wasn't realistic to practice for even four hours a day. And so this was something that I struggled with a lot during those early years was figuring out what it said about me that I wasn't practicing guitar as much as these people that somehow seem to have 48 hours in a day when most people only have 24. Um, I'm not sure at what age I kind of realized what BS it is to talk about practicing for 10 or 12 hours a day, but more importantly, I came to grips with the fact that there is no set amount of time that you have to practice. While it is true that the more you practice, the better you get, you will at some point face diminishing returns and it won't matter how much more you practice. But more importantly, uh, I never made myself practice. I only played when I wanted to. And it just so happened that I wanted to play all the time 
and I only really had about two hours a day to play. Uh, as I've gotten older in life, to be honest, these days running the business, days go by at a time that I don't even play guitar because there's so many other things that I'm responsible for with the business. But uh, just in terms of gross quantity of hands on strings, I think if you're dealing with that subject of how much practice is enough or do I practice enough, I think the deeper question is why don't you want to play? And that's the second thing I want to address. So the topic of how much to practice, I think my natural follow-up question to that is, well, why don't you want to play more? So once you get out of your mind that you're going to practice three, four hours a day, uh, let's say that you have two hours a day and you only spend 15 minutes of those playing guitar, maybe you're asking the question, well, why don't I spend more? Is that enough time? I think the better question is, why don't you want to be playing guitar an hour a day, You know, assuming you have that time? And that gets to the question of um, what should guitar practice be? Because that can shape how you feel about guitar and why you don't want to play more. It's possible the reason you don't want to play more is because you've been taught that guitar practice is hard work. Uh, the kinds of things that you've been taught to practice are things that aren't fun. You're, uh, what you really want to do is be playing something that makes you feel good and you're there tracing scale patterns up and down the fretboard because some teacher who thinks that everybody who has to learn the way that he or she did, that's just what they need to do. That could be part of the reason you don't find yourself just wanting to pick up guitar. Because every time you pick it up, you get this uh, kind of guilty feeling like, oh, if I'm not sitting here practicing my scales or if I'm not here you know, working on the next uh, 200 jazz chords that are in this book, then I'm not really practicing and it's a waste of time. Uh, I want to challenge you to rethink how you look at practice. Because I think that will change how you feel about practice, and that will end up changing how much you actually practice. So let me tell you about my practice routine. So when I first started learning guitar, the only thing that I cared about was finding a way to express the things that I was feeling. So when I heard uh, Jimi Hendrix and Stevie Ray Vaughan and Albert King I felt like what they were playing was expressing what I was feeling. So naturally, the only thing I cared about was learning to play the same things that they were playing. So I didn't spend any time finding scales or anything like that because I didn't have a guitar teacher. I was teaching myself. So there was no right or wrong. There was only what fascinated me, what I felt compelled to do. And uh, keep in mind when I say this, my pattern on guitar, the, the path that I followed, has painted me into a corner that makes it impossible for me to play certain kinds of music with what I've learned. I did not learn a general purpose approach to guitar that allows me to be flexible. I'm pretty good inside the blues genre. I'm decently good inside the blues rock genre, and I'm kind of useful in the rock genre, but not much else. So keep that in mind. 
So back then, as I'm picking up the guitar, the only thing I know is what I feel, what I want to learn. Nobody telling me the right way or the wrong way. I just went after what I wanted. And what I wanted was to play Say What by Stevie Ray Vaughan. And then I wanted to play Texas Flood. And so I just sat down and I hammered through those songs. I learned enough to make myself feel good. And then I just played along with what I knew. And I'd make up the parts in the middle that I hadn't learned yet. So for years and years and years, my only form of practice was playing along with songs. I was either sitting down, woodshedding, hitting rewind on the CD player, trying to learn the song, or I was playing along with the song. So I'm either working on learning it or I'm having fun playing it. And the only other thing that I did was these uh, kind of spider drills, which for some reason, despite my disdain for most traditional guitar things, I recognized that these spider drills were having a dramatic effect on my uh, fretting hand endurance and dexterity and speed. So I did those things while I was watching TV, but when I actually wanted to play guitar, I was either learning or playing and nothing else. Now, what happened as a result of doing that? Number one, I never felt pressured to practice guitar because I wanted, I didn't have to feel pressure because I just wanted to play. I enjoyed the process of dissecting a song and learning it, and I enjoyed playing along with it even more. So for me, guitar practice was a release. And so if I come home from one of my classes in college and I'm having a bad day or or whatever's happening, picking up the guitar is always fun because I only do fun things on guitar. Now, where did that get me? Well, where that got me was, as I mentioned before, a pretty severe set of limitations in terms of my flexibility, but that's only problematic if you want to be a flexible guitarist, which I didn't and I don't really care about. All I really wanted to do is exactly what I do right now. So that wasn't even really a negative for me. Uh, But what it also got me was that while other people might have been spending time with their noses in books uh, or sitting with a teacher who's teaching them to play things they don't even care about, I spent almost all my practice time in music, actually listening, learning, and playing real music. And I think what that gets you after... 10, 15 years, is it gives you a very musical sense in your playing so that you're not playing something that you read about in a book. You're not playing something that somebody taught you in an isolated situation. Everything that I knew how to play had come from a song. I think that resulted in um, a certain approach to thinking about music. For me, uh, that's certainly not going to be, you know, the best advice for everybody. But uh, I just kind of present that story to maybe challenge you to think about how you view guitar practice. What if guitar practice was actually fun? What if it was something that you didn't dread? What if it was something you looked forward to? How much time do you actually spend playing music on the guitar and thinking of that as practice? You might not be learning any new scales. You might not be uh, learning any new drills. But spending time in music is practice. 
It's just not practice for the things that you might have been taught are the most important. And so that leads me to um, the idea that if you enjoy, if you if you focus your practice time on doing things that are fun, it changes how you think about guitar. And when you change how you think about guitar and you start to view it more favorably, you find yourself in the mood to practice more often. And when you do get into practice mode, you find yourself practicing for longer. So it takes us full circle back to the original question about why am I not practicing more? Uh, so even though, you you know, I don't think it's realistic to expect a uh, an adult with a family and a job to play guitar for more than an hour a day, I think you'll look forward to that hour if you spend more time in music. Now, since I do run a lesson business, I'm fully aware that some people choose to spend their practice time with uh, my courses or courses from any of the other uh, great teachers that have stuff out there. And so even though I didn't have that, that's essentially what I was doing in my learning part. You know, when I was sitting down breaking apart a song, the feeling that you guys get looking at a good course, I felt like I was essentially studying a course when I was doing that. Uh, because, you know, there's certain people in this world who enjoy the act of teaching themselves. And so I'm one of those people. So so for me, that was kind of like my lessons. The last thing I want to talk about in regards to practice is drills. Now, I talked about the spider drills that I did before, but... Uh, you know, everything that I've talked about so far in this podcast pretty much relates to the first 15 to 18 years uh, that I played. But in the past two years, I have developed a certain fondness for picking drills. And these drills have had an amazing effect on my overall technique. And so it's just kind of funny that after, uh, you know, more than a decade of just not really doing anything other than kind of playing along with songs and learning them that I've kind of gotten to the point where I enjoy doing picking drills. You know, the kind of drills that help you to synchronize your picking hand and your fretting hand and uh, help develop your picking techniques so you can do more complicated things. I, I get a strange sense of enjoyment doing those things now because I can feel myself getting better. But once again, I'm not forcing myself to, to do them because I think that's what I should be doing. I do them because I enjoy the feeling of getting better at something. I enjoy it when I sit down to do these picking drills after you know, maybe a couple of weeks of not playing much guitar because I've been working on something on the site and I can feel how sloppy I am. I can feel my picking and fretting hands are out of sync. And I do these drills for about 20 or 30 minutes for a couple days in a row and all of a sudden my technique is sharp again. I can feel it. And I don't know. I enjoy feeling like I can mold my own technique and my skill that way. Um, so I would say, you know, give those drills a chance, uh, but don't force it. You know, like if you really don't enjoy something, you got to ask yourself, why are you playing guitar in, in the first place? You know, like chances are you're not going to be a professional guitar player in a band touring the world. Most people aren't. Most people won't get there. So if you're not going to end up with a career in music, then what's the point other than to enjoy it? You know, it's a real shame, I think, to spend years and years and years practicing an instrument 
because somebody told you a certain way to do it and that method doesn't result in you enjoying what you're doing. Like, um, I think the fact that I started without any formal instruction kind of freed me up to, to see that point. Now, I do think it is worth pointing out that uh, there are indeed people who, you know, they learn the traditional way. They go to a, a teacher, they do what the teacher tells them, they do the drills, everything like that, and they end up wonderful players, and they love it. And I guess that's kind of the whole point, is that that is what works for them. The problem is uh, sometimes when you are the person learning, you assume that anyone else that you meet that is better than you on guitar knows more about what will definitely work for you than what you sense. And uh, I think that's where you get into trouble because there are great teachers. There are people who shouldn't be teaching at all. And then there are people who are great teachers, but only for certain kinds of players. And uh, if you're not somebody who kind of lines up with the way that they teach, if that doesn't work for you, uh, you could waste a lot of time and money uh, following you know, what they tell you to practice and feeling guilty that you're not doing it enough, when really what it comes down to is that you just are never going to find enjoyment in guitar following what they tell you. So anyway, that's just my little rant about guitar practice. Takeaway points are, if you love what you're doing on guitar, you might find yourself practicing more and spending more time uh, with your fingers on the string. So I hope that's useful to somebody. Um, kind of glad to get that off my chest. That's something that I've thought a lot over the uh, past many years. So anyway, you can find all episodes of this show at texasbluesalley.com slash setlist. Uh, I think that's it. See you next time. Mm-hmm.